Welcome to Modern Babylon. This is Cultural Contrarian. Again, I apologize for a few days going by. Uh, I think I've given you some updates relative to some of the things that have happened uh, while trying to be a law-abiding citizen, trying to stand firmly in our constitutional rights to be secure in our persons, papers, properties, and effects absent of probable cause of a crime being committed, a crime in progress or a crime about to occur, to issue a warrant for arrest, i.e. trespass, to exercise my First Amendment right of free speech and redress my elected officials. So you may have seen, may have heard, may have watched how that is unfolding. But part of my um, process, which is foreign to most of humanity, is to be a law-abiding citizen. And when our public servants make mistakes, misrepresentations, mischaracterizations, afford them the ability to correct and honor their oath and follow the law. And I have been documented as being incredibly reasonable. And I recently got a public records request response that was, oh my gosh, it was absolutely eye-opening and saddening that while my attempt to be reasonable reasonable in providing a long narrative of how I want to hope for the best, but I need to be prepared for the worst because I understand the profession is not required to know the law or to honor enforcing the law. And I said, these are not reasonable times. And I'm going to do my best to be reasonable. But they took one of my sentences and blasted it across the county. And they took it completely out of context. And there was nothing bad in what I said. It said, these are not reasonable times. And I just need to be prepared for unreasonable people. And I will be reasonable. Something in that context. So I was... My character was not necessarily maligned, but it was definitely taken out of context to fabricate a narrative. And I have that as evidence now that went through the entire county. And once I got this public records request, I decided to do another public records request to all of those in the county that would receive this particular communication relative to this named individual. So there were 53 public servants of authority within the county that received this email. So I noted those 53 and I sent a public records request to those 53 to verify that they received this email and if there was any communication subsequent to that email relative to that named person, wherever it may have been, whether it had been in text, an email, or phone recording, or wherever, wherever that communication would go. And to much of my dismay and sadness and consternation is that I'm receiving messages back that no record exists. I'm in possession of the record. I got it in the right to know law request response and I'm looking at the record of the 53 emails and the note and I got a confirmation that people are responding to those that email 
Now, I understand that I wouldn't have visibility to the responses because unfortunately it was outside the date range of my response, which that's, that's a, call that a clerical error on my part, not a problem. I've rectified that since. So I sent these 53 right to no law requests out and the responses are coming back. Record does not exist. No record exists. And I'm going to open up my email right now and I'm just going to, here's what I stated in my reply. So I got a response from multiple responses from multiple individuals in authority. And the response is saying it's a denial of a request because no record exists. And I said, it is my understanding that the department is stating, quote, no records exist, quote, thus, what I have here was never received nor responded to by your department. I just want to have a record of documenting your response and afford a little deeper investigation. It is my hope not to have found something nefarious within the chain of custody of public records. And I am sending them back a copy of communication that I know is in their possession. And I'm just asking for them to confirm it. And they're saying no such record exists. Now, out of those 53, I probably have 10 responses so far. And they all are making the same statement, no records exist. Now, 10 out of 53 is unsettling. It's unsettling. And my hope is that the tide will turn and that people will find this record which is in their custody and that that record hasn't been destroyed or they're making a fraudulent statement on the record. That's my hope. Now, as I have always said, I want to afford everyone the opportunity to do the right thing, the lawful thing, the honorable thing, the one thing that is based upon integrity. That's my hope. I want to give them that opportunity basically to repent. But I can't make anybody make the honorable choice. And as I often say, I cannot restrain man's free will. The only time I will restrain the free will of another man is when they are aggressing against me in my home unlawfully against myself or my family. And then I will silence and terminate that free will. Terminate meaning stop. Get away. I have no violence in my heart towards any man. But if my life is in jeopardy, I am going to protect my loved ones on my property castle doctrine i don't choose to i don't wish ill will on anyone stay in your lane and if you can't honor your fellow human try to bring honor to yourself try to bring honor to your profession and and the reason i'm broadcasting this today is because i am so saddened as to just this one lowly little worm of a of a wretched human has gone to such great effort efforts to be loving and transparent and authentic to those that we hold in high regard and high esteem to be the servants of us and over the years and over the decades the oppression has gotten 
untenable. My rights have been violated several times inside of a seven-week period of time. And there's no repentance. There's no accountability. There's no correction. There's no apology. There's nothing. And the amount of effort that I go to to hold them accountable, I haven't even gotten to the accountability stage. I've been attempting to be reasonable, 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 reasonable. And do I want to take this into a federal court? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it is not me to administer justice. I want people to repent, seek forgiveness. That's too much to ask. It is. So when it goes too far and I just want people to say, I won't do this anymore. I won't violate your rights anymore. I won't enforce unlawful policies against the citizens. We'll stop doing that. Well, they're not going to stop doing that. And the only basis to stop them is to walk them into federal court. Folks, for those people that are going down the Article 1 path with these petitions or these bonds or whatever it be, whenever you're getting that attorney, you're just joining the cabal of tyranny. The lawyers are the ones that are drafting the legislation, the laws, the codes, and statutes to oppress you. You want to link arms with the attorney to go into court? You are so far down in the chain of representation. The attorney is beholden to the state, to the court, to the judge, to the bar, to the practice, to himself. And you, lowly little human individual, you are subservient underneath of all of that way, way up above you. So they say, join arms with this guy so you can go argue it. And you're going to be, you're just going to be brought into a place where they control, have dominion over you in the court of secrets where your rights are silenced. You, you surrender your rights when you walk through that door and you surrender to the jurisdiction of that person sitting in the black robe with an interestingly decorated flag behind them as the captain of the ship in which you board. And you're just going to be arguing procedure and you're going to be spending money with that attorney while they argue procedure. And who's ringing up the clock financially? Well, you're going to have to dig into your pocket over and over again you're going to start with the cash payment to get that initial investment to engage the attorney. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where you're going to have to put your more, your home as collateral if you want to keep fighting that fight. Or you're going to have to go do GoFundMe pages to, to raise the tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars if you want to pursue that fight. But the real battle is when you recognize that these individuals that you're trying to engage are not honoring their oath. And the rules that the courts have set for you to pierce that oath-based protection of qualified immunity is intense. And you'll figure that out over time, maybe, what it takes to pierce qualified immunity. 
And most citizens, the majority of them, are only engaging with the, the 1983 claims as they're referred to in federal court is when there's been something really, really violent that happens to them. Really violent, where there's bodily damage, bodily harm, disfigurement, broken bones. And that's when the attorneys are gonna, they're, they're gonna engage for the federal fight because it's after the fact. And the Supreme Court tells us how we need to be dressed up to go into that court because we, have, we live in a court of imbalance. We don't understand the imbalance in the legal system. We don't understand that for public servants, there's a reasonableness standard. We don't understand that, what goes into that, and that the, hand, the hands of justice are weighted in the favor of the public servant and it pushes the scale that it's sitting on the ground, sitting firmly on that table. And the only way to remove that hand of imbalanced justice is to overcome that reasonableness standard and have evidence of unreasonableness. And that's the only hope you can start lifting the, the force of the hand, pushing the scale down and to lighten its load in the hopes of getting equal justice. And then the only way to, to overcome that and to put the hand in your favor is to put evidence of unreasonableness on your side. Show the evidence of public servants being unreasonable over and over and over again and your attempt for them to be reasonable. And you may disagree and may argue with my philosophy on this or it's my way or the highway. Your argument isn't with me at all. Your argument is with my representation of what the Supreme Court precedent has said through Terry v. Ohio, through Murdoch v. Pennsylvania, through Marbury v. Madison, through Frazier v. Cup, through Smith v. Cummings. The list is long and distinguished. We've never been taught this, let alone do we want to learn it. And I'm coming here today in a sense, as I said, mental consternation and angst and sadness that what I'm seeing put before me while I would hope it would be an anomaly, it's not. It's pattern and practice. And unfortunately, I use specific words for a reason. Because when I speak, I am pulling out the nuggets that are coming from Supreme Court precedent. So when I use the words pattern and practice, that's a hurdle that I need to present for inside the Supreme Court or the federal court, I apologize. I need to identify if there's a pattern in practice and have evidence, not hearsay, show me the show me the documents, show me the receipts of what you're alleging pattern in practice. Well, out of 53, I got 10 so far. A flat out fraudulent misrepresentation about public records and participation in a conspiracy. It's no joke. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, no, I, this can't be. This can't be that I could expect it with an individual or within one department. But now it's going across the county that people have no 
these are people that have no standing. They received an email that made some statements in it. And I'm just asking for a confirmation that they received that email. They communicated it to other people or if there's any communication whatsoever. Just provide me this. Did you get it? Did you forward it? What did you say in text or in writing about this document? And just give it back to me. That's all I'm asking for. And these people that got that email say, I didn't get that email. That email doesn't exist. I'm like, what? And then I say, I'm going to give you the opportunity here. You just made a statement on the record that no record exists. And I just want to give you the opportunity to see the record I'm talking about that you just claim doesn't exist. So what I'm saying to you, you're either alleging that I fabricated it or you never received it. So the email that is in this that I sent you is a non-working email. Oh, by the way, that's the email I sent the request on that you confirmed it worked. And I'm giving you the opportunity to say, you know what? I entered the wrong search criteria. Go ahead and make up your lie or, or fabrication or misrepresentation to try to untangle when this new evidence appears before you. Ah. All right, so here I just got another response as I'm looking at my email. So one is saying, uh, wow, this is so funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so somebody has just admitted they have the record after I sent them a copy of the record. Isn't that just interesting? Thank you for your clarification on this. We have located the email in question and will respond accordingly in the next five days. How, what in the world? Unbelievable. I, I, I'm, I'm just sitting here. So what, what is the apology? I have to, now I'm going to have to address this. How is it that you found it all of a sudden? How is it that you found it all of a sudden? So I have a record of you saying it didn't exist until I show it to you. These people are just not good people. I apologize. I'm, this is an ADHD moment for me. And I just wanted to... One thing that I communicate with people, and you may not like it, but this is a, a true foundation of my thinking and and reasoning and it's based upon worldview because I know myself I've spent a lot of time in my own self-analysis and I'm not done and I know that I can have wicked wretched thoughts that are not honoring to my creator I know it and I have developed skills to not act upon those thoughts or to speak about those thoughts and to closet them and scrub them out. It's like, it's like jeans in my closet that have holes. Sometimes I wear them because they're comfortable and at some point I gotta go, you know, I gotta get rid of these things. These are not, <laughs> these are disgusting, get rid of them. So I have those thoughts. Some of them have holes like the jeans and sometimes I just gotta get rid of them and I'm gonna take the effort to get rid of them. And because I have that awareness about myself, I assume others are just like me. 
Some have various degrees of coping mechanisms or the ability to restrain those thoughts from actions and others don't. And I expect people to act in a wicked, wretched, sinful way and lie and cheat and covet and steal. I expect it because that's their nature. Here's my proof text to the nature of man. Just imagine a two-year-old baby with the strength of an 18-year-old bodybuilder. And you take that strength of that 18-year-old bodybuilder and you pack it into this two-year-old's body. And you're holding this two-year-old. And you have this very expensive watch in your hand and you're, this two-year-old is munching on Nutella. And they've got their hands covered in Nutella and they go to grab your watch because it's a shiny object and they want your watch. Now, the two-year-old, you can easily repel that two-year-old and say, no, you're not going to touch my watch. It's disgusting. I don't want you to get my watch all soiled. I'm not going to say that to a two-year-old, but you get my point. But take that two-year-old and wrap it in that 18-year-old bodybuilder's mass. And if that child wants that watch, they're going to pull your arm out of your socket and beat you over the head with it to get that watch. Did you teach that child to do that? No. Did you, did the environment teach your child to rip off your arm? No. If you have children, you know what I'm talking about. Because the will of that young little mind for them to get what they want, absent of your steering and correction and modeling, is going to defy you. And you didn't teach them defiance. So that is part of human nature. It's part of our nature. It's part of our intrinsically fallen, sinful nature. And I know mine. I know mine in spades. And it's disgusting to me. And I rebel against it. Sometimes I succeed and sometimes I fail. But when I look at my fellow humans, I expect you to be the same. Degree of better or worse is irrelevant to me because at its root it's evil at its root what separates people is their awareness of their own wretchedness and their ability to rebel and act out against it act act in contradiction to their nature and that's my hope that's my prayer so am i saddened depressed when i am able to see the nature of man reveal itself through lies and misrepresentations, mischaracterizations, misstatements. Am I surprised? No. Am I saddened by the state of humanity? Absolutely. Do I extend grace to them? That's unmerited favor. Do I extend grace? Yeah. I say, you know, by the way, what you're claiming you don't have a record of, I'm going to show you you have, there is this record and you may want to clean house a little bit instead of lying to me, not using those words. I'm extending grace. And then I get this, ah, we found the record you're talking about. Give us five days and we'll respond. Amazing. Good for you. It would be nice if you repented, but that's too much to ask. It would be nice if you tried to reframe your error and tried to wiggle out of it 
as opposed to let it stand on the record that you responded, no record exists. So I have it on the record. I'm going to continue pursuing this fight. When I say fight, I'm going to allow man's justice, the justice that is of this land, to play out the way it's going to play out based upon the law and the statutes and the precedents. And I will let man's justice come to play. Through all of this, the growing list of people that are involved in this conspiracy, we'll let man's justice play out. But I pray if I get my three minutes to speak, I'm going to plead with you. How dare you do this to a fellow human being? You have no moral compass. You're an unregenerate reprobate that has chosen to abuse fellow humans. And you are so deluded to think that that is okay. Because you're, you're a child of Nimrod. You're a pagan. And when your time comes and you're put before the person who went Shazam and put this all into creation, it may be too late and God will sort you out. If you don't receive the grace that was given to you by God opening your eyes and piercing your conscience, then to hell with you. And I mean that metaphorically and I mean that sincerely. Because you're not worthy of the righteousness in which God has extended to you. And stop, drop, and roll. We'll see how that works out for you. The fact that you may not agree that that place exists, like Pascal's wager, there are no atheists in foxholes. Ponder. Who are you really? Public servants, what are you doing? How have you chosen a path to repress other humans and lie so overtly? Why? Because he can. That qualified immunity gives you that protection that you can lie all day long. And I'm just allowing you to dig your hole. Wise man says, when found in holes, stop digging. And another man said to me, sometimes the conspiracy to cover up a crime is more criminal than the first crime that started the whole ball rolling down the hill. And that's where we are, folks. I still attempt to be reasonable. I still attempt to be loving. And I, again, I fail. I am not as loving as people would say that I could or should be. But I'm doing the best I can in that moment. Because i got to tell you, it's pretty jarring when fellow humans treat another human this way. It's not respect. It's not honor. It's not integrity. Certainly not love. Get down on your knees, folks. Get down on your knees. You're either going to be pressed down based upon the oppression that's coming you're going to bend your neck to the masters I don't bend my neck to the masters it's looking more and more like I'll leave from the masters because this effort is just showing that what I know which I don't know how much you know based upon what I know 
But the more I see, the worse it gets. And it's, there's a massive divide between that qualified immunity protection and us little frickin' peon servant, ser- sheep. And to push that is just unbelievably difficult, exhausting, to be honest. So I'm going to wrap this up. God bless everyone. God bless everyone. And um, I try to bring honor to God in all I do. And again, I fail. I'm thankful for the friends that pray over me. Oh, gosh, I am so thankful for that. I'm thankful for my friends that can speak truth and love to me. And those those that say, dude, time to time to unplug, disengage. And those people that got my back and say, I can't believe you're still doing this. And those that are encouraging me to ratchet it up and take the next step up the ladder. I'm going to keep climbing the ladder. I'll keep climbing until God says, well done, good and faithful servant. It's time for you to stop. See if there's another person to hand it off or it's time to stop. I haven't got that message yet, but we'll see how it goes. Take care, everybody. God bless and have a wonderful day and preparation for the weekend. Take care. Thank you.